fat panic, fat panic, fat panic, fat panic, fat panic, fat panic. Oh. <laughs> Hi, we're Shirley and Kay, two women just trying our best not to hate every inch of our fat bodies. Oh, Hi, Kay. Hello, Shirley. I was going to say the struggle is fucking real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has our absence told our large following anything, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, our, our followers have just been beside themselves wondering <laughs> what is going on. And yeah. uh, is the answer, uh, well, I could speak for myself. You let me know. My answer is that um, I was not inspirational. I was not <laughs> inspiring. I... Um, was in a dark food place. I've done, I've done nothing, I guess, to make myself less of a hater of my body since we last recorded. How about you, friend? I think I have done something and that is make myself more of a hater of my body since oh. we last recorded. And actually I have tears in my eyes saying that. I, I just, I feel you so much. I know how it's just the worst, isn't it? Can't talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, you think talking about all of this stuff and reading it and following people who believe will help, but it doesn't. No, it, no, I, I, yeah. I like I can't even I can't even really you know sometimes I'm really in tune to okay I really need to be aware and make sure I'm reading the latest and the literature and and I just I can't even do it because I feel like like everything I read or everything I see is just it just makes me feel like I can't do anything right yeah yeah and then when I feel like I can't do anything right I eat. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, why is it? Why can't I figure it out? And so then you get like in this constant like hate and shame spiral. And it's like, ugh. so we were. I, I don't know that I dug myself out, but you asked, should we record? And I always feel better when we do. So I yes. say, okay, let's do it. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's kind of this thing, as, as you said, it's like this cycle. And, there, you know, there was a time where I was getting somewhere with accepting who I was. And I really felt a lot more positive about that. And I felt like I was worthy of taking up space in the world. But then you almost kind of catch yourself. I don't know what happens, but you kind of go, but like, really? Should you be doing that at your size? I mean, should it be okay for you to be how you are? Um, and then you beat yourself up about that. You, th you think, you know, is that just a lazy way of kind of saying, you know what, I'm going to do nothing about this because the world should accept me for who I am and I should accept me for who I am. And if I, you know, and if I go on a diet or if I, you know, do anything that's what that looks like it's me trying to change my body then you know I'm just I'm just falling into the trap and I'm not falling into the trap anymore and you know it's just this vicious 
cycle of thoughts in your head. It's like a constant mind fuck, <laughs> you know? And, and so it's like when you can't, when you, when you always see, I mean, like, like think about what is our tagline? We're just two women trying desperately hard not to hate our fat bodies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like our baseline is trying not to hate ourselves. Yes. And so when that's your baseline, it's like you never can get to just being okay with yourself. So no wonder it always feels like you're just pushing the boulder up the hill. And it's just constantly, even though you're fat, (laughs) you shouldn't be able to hold way more than the boulder. The boulder just like keeps rolling back and just flatting you. And then you're always spending that time just laying under it going, how did I get myself here? Why did I do this to myself? When, like, (laughs) obesity is a disease. Yeah. It's not like, it's, 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 again, if, if, if I just allowed myself to think of this as a medical condition, not, not me being a failure, not me being, um, incapable, not me being slothful, even though God, I, you know, constantly feel like that. Mm. Then maybe I'd create the space not to hate myself at every turn. Yeah. It, it, it's just this, um, self-fulfilling prophecy almost because I just kind of find you, you're trying your best not to hate yourself, as you said. It doesn't really work a lot of the time. You, you have to do a lot of very deep work and it doesn't take much to set you back. Mm-mm. And for, as you said earlier, setting you back often means resorting to food, you know, from an emotional perspective, which just, you know, <laughs> makes you feel worse again. So it's it's like, it's like a drug addict, you know? Yeah. Only um, like drug addicts, that <laughs> people see that as a disease. Yeah. You know, and there's lots of treatment out there for drug addiction. Yeah. You know, that a lot of people think the, tri- the, the treatment for obesity is, you know, just fucking push the plate away. Oh, just stop eating. Yeah. And just like, stop it. Go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't, I don't know. I mean, and part of, you know, as we were just saying earlier, part of, you know, so much of the world is excited. Well, in parts of the world, I know that the pandemic is still raging in in many Mm. places, but where it's getting a little bit better, where the vaccine is being distributed, like the conversation as well, you know, what are you going to do to get back? I can't wait to get back in the summer. It's going to be, you know, we can get back to normal. And I don't even want to, like, I feel like I've done so much damage to myself in the pandemic with weight that I don't even like leaving my house. I feel like I shouldn't be exposing myself to the outside world because I'm so disgusting. I mean, how sad is that, that a woman of your education, intelligence, compassion, empathy, I mean, to, to name but a few things that you feel like you're not worthy to be yeah outside of your own home yeah um and how do you and then 
I know we've talked about this a lot, but where do you start picking that stuff apart? And I, I follow, try and follow lots of people on Instagram who seem to be a lot more at peace with themselves or with their bodies or with food than I am. And I, I just think, is that genuinely possible? Is it genuinely possible? Or is it actually something that you kind of fool yourself into believing? Maybe they aren't as uh, damaged as we are, surely. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. But I, I, a friend of mine said something to me this morning, and I'm sure if she listens to this, she won't mind me saying it. I, I won't mention her name. But she said that, I don't know if it was a dietitian or somebody that said to her years ago that um, if you're obese, your children will either grow up obese or grow up practically anorexic with you know with some kind of an eating disorder because now I hope I'm quoting her correctly but the premise was that they either love you so much and admire you so much that they want to be like you and that they don't you know that they will just emulate your actions with food and all that kind of stuff or they hate you so much they hate you for what you look like that they will go totally the opposite direction to avoid any any possibility that they're going to end up fat in their lives. So this was a this was a doctor, I think, that said it to her. So totally put the blame on her shoulders that if any of her children grew up with eating disorder or disordered eating, which being my size is from disordered eating, um, that it was totally her fault. So not only was it her fault that she was fat herself, but it was also her fault that her children may in the future have body issues. Wow. You know, and, and this is kind of reflective of that kind of, that kind of like basically that indictment of her. There's no middle ground on there. It's either you are failing this way or you're failing that way, your children. Yeah. And there's no like middle ground that possibly there could be some other outcomes. And it's interesting that you and I are both in this, like, you know, we're, we're not in the gray area at all right now. We're, we're no. both just kind of like, it's just shit. We're failures. Everything yeah. is awful. And, um, you know, we both know we've been bed- in better places at other times. Yes. So. And how do you get back? How do you get back to that place? I mean, I know I, I'm, I know what I know getting outside helps me mentally. I know getting out for a walk helps me mentally. And it also helps my strength and it helps my body and it helps me feel better about myself. But I just don't want to do it. I just want to go back to bed in the mornings. Now I have gone yeah. a few mornings with a friend and it's been really nice, but I'm still fighting with myself every time. Yeah, I mean, you're going out more than me. I, yeah, I, I went out. <laughs> I went out. Um, I went out this week to what I'll oh, put some rubbish in the bin okay <laughs> we have like a community I live in a condo you know a condominium kind of like an apartment community and um I always time it so that I hope no one's around but then someone saw me one of my neighbors saw me go into the bin and I just felt so exposed that I just went back inside and but I am going to put forth that I think every time I talk with you, Shirley, even though we, we are commiserate, 
Yeah. Sorry, fans. Yeah. Even though like we we should like develop a new word for it, commiser bitching. I always feel more hopeful after I talk to you. First of all, because I feel like you don't judge me at all and you get me, you know, it's like one thing to talk to a thin person about your feelings, you know, but to talk to someone who's, who knows, who knows the thinking, who knows the pain, who knows the who knows the grief of not being a, a straight-sized person? Yeah, it, it's helpful me always to talk with you. So I'm going to put that out there for us that maybe this can be maybe not a yes. turning point, but a pivot opportunity. Yes, and I think the fact that we haven't done this in quite a few weeks has is a real indication of how both of our minds have been working. Yeah, because yeah. I felt like a bit of a fraud to even suggest doing something like this. And I was like, what will I even talk about? I'm doing so badly. I know, um, but that, I mean, like we were talking about, the show is called Fat Panic. Yeah. <laughs> like we are, in, we are in fact being in panic about being fat. Yeah. So this is our medium. We, Brought I don't think, to you live. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we weren't promising. Um, no. We, 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 we made no promises. So no. this is where we're at. So, um, well, you, I, I, I did something the other day that, you know, I've been going for a walk with my friend and I've just been so annoyed with myself and how much fitness I lost in the few months that I just hadn't bothered to go out and, you know, have, and I, you know, do you, I don't know if you do the same thing as I do, but I'd be saying if I had kept doing what I was doing back when I was doing the right mm. thing, imagine where I could be right now. Yeah. And it's just another pile of shit put on top <laughs> of the already no. big pile like, that's there. It's not like, can we maybe just resolve not to pile more shit on ourselves? I think so. I think even if we need to get a teaspoon to take off some of the shit that's there, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if it's, exactly, just, I mean, we, we don't, you know, I know it's hard to be hopeful, but to think about just moving forward and not being stuck in the mire, because that we're both stuck in the mire right now, yeah. is that you can't, you, you can't hate yourself more. You can't, no. you can't be the person who's like, it's like, I just had this vision of, you know, like I'm in a pile of shit and I'm trying to get out. And there's this string and someone's pulling me back in. But I look around and it's me that's pulling myself back in. And it's like, we can't be the person who's pulling the string, pushing us back into the shit. Like it just doesn't make, it doesn't make anything better. No, it doesn't. And we know that we've said that now. (laughs) Well, Um, so here's like the, here's the re let's, you know, I hate making promises or I hate making goals because I'm like, yeah. I failed so much. But maybe like, let's just, let's just push the restart button. Yeah. 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 Let's just try and give, not give ourselves quite such a hard time about existing. No, no. I mean, and we're pros at that. Well, we are good. We've had lots pros. of experience. Yeah. And, um, like there, there's just like I just keep saying to myself okay Melin, uh, you know I, okay like what is the goal here like are you wanting to yourself to be in such darkness that you just like, like what are you wanting over this what is the goal because yeah. 
it's like a no it's a no like it's a zero-sum game yeah and so yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm gonna do my best yes not to not not to change but to be aware when i see myself doing this pulling myself back into the mire being the one pulling that string and i'm just gonna try to i'm just gonna maybe just cue myself to go let go of that string melinda yeah it's just recognize it recognize that it's happening in that moment because otherwise you just bury it and you kind of go yeah yeah mm, moving on (laughs) yeah um but like after after that walk this week I decided I need to do something I need to do something I need to do something so I rejoined Weight Watchers and I knew immediately that it was a huge mistake and for about I love that you tried for about an hour, I felt great. I thought, I'm taking control. I'm doing this for me. I'm going to change everything. Because, do you know, when I signed up and I saw this photograph of myself five stone ago that I had on the profile when I was doing it up until about two years ago, I did it for about a year and I lost five stone. And um, I just looked at that photograph and I was like, I could, I could look like that again. I could look like that. I wasn't any happier than I am now <laughs> at that size. But, and I looked down through it and I was like, now, which plan do you do? And then I remembered the intuitive eating workbook that I started the last time we were having this conversation. And it asks you to do a little task on listing all of the diets that you've done since you were a teenager. And there's not enough room on the page, really. I'm 47 now. So, you know, and I talked about how much did you lose at the time? And when you look back and you see, and we've talked about this before, when you see what your weight was when you started to do this and what it is now, there is, it does not work. It just doesn't work. You know, I don't think, I don't know anybody. Now I know people who are keeping weight off and I know it's a struggle. Um, but for the most part, it just doesn't work. So I just, the very same day, I just canceled it because I just thought I cannot, I'm already miserable enough mm-hmm. as it is. I'm just not going back to that place where I have to weigh and measure everything. I have to start trusting myself. Yeah. You know, that, that's the that, that's the tough part because we don't even we don't even really like ourselves. So how can you trust someone you don't like? Yeah, we work um, on the liking bit first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're trying not to hate. <laughs> like, mm. like our, our like our you know here's the here here's the spectrum of hate to like. Yeah, we have to get the hate up like fifty percent here. Yeah, to even begin to like get to the like side. So. I mean, I don't think it's out of our control. But it's absolutely not. And as you say, I, even talking to you now, I feel hopeful. I feel better now because <laughs> yeah. I had a little giggle when you said, remember the intuitive eating workbook that I was working on last time? And I went, yes, because I ordered it. It arrived oh. and I never took it out of the package. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm, I, yeah, I, gosh, it's just so easy to just, it's so easy to to just think the worst of yourself yeah and then I mean it's so true like all of the all of the literature that we have on hope is you know yeah hope doesn't come in isolation no 
you know so we need we need each other and I um, had been going to see a psychologist. I think I mentioned this before. And I had a couple of sessions with him in the last few months because I just felt pretty low. And, uh, you know, the last time, sometimes the food stuff comes up. I mean, it, it's always there, but, you know, we, we talk around it, but there's, you know, I'm quite a fuck up. So there's quite a lot of other issues to talk about before we get to the food. Same, but, uh, I feel so seen. <laughs> but, you know, um I, I'm always trying to find it like why why did you know because I I only started dieting like in my 20s and I was never small so properly dieting and you know with the things that, my, that though properly dieting we know there's yeah. no such thing <laughs> no that's true <laughs> yeah properly restricting myself um and I and I I just was saying to him about this you know the food thing and I need to I need to sort this out and and uh he we I was saying you know my ex and the things that he did and the way he made me feel about myself and that he you know that I was going to die and you know forcing me onto the scales and forcing me to tell him what I weighed and everything and he you know he's a very kind person not my ex now we're moving on to the psychologist and I would also here. just like to yeah. add if if your ex were my ex I would be serving like 50 years <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry (laughs) but um he said to me sometimes you just have to move on and I'm like Mm. and I wouldn't take that from anyone else I'd be like excuse me you are here to tell to talk to me about my but it it was like a light bulb moment for me I was like oh my like how how long like we have split up 10 years now how long do I keep blaming somebody else I don't know any I mean you know that just sounds like such uh that's like a torturing that's torturous behavior yeah like so it's like why do you why is it that we hold all of that for them and you know when you're like that's that's horrific human behavior Mm. horrific behavior that that was like foul behavior on his part disgusting behavior on his part and yet here you are internalizing it like somehow you know that was your fault and it's like yeah you know like why are we taking responsibility for the all the assholes in our lives yeah it's like that pile of shit that we talked about you know a lot of that shit is is. other people's yeah that your psychologist was basically that that's the exact thing your psychology when are you going to let it go when are you going to let go of that rope you know that you keep pulling yourself back in the amount of time we spend, um, yeah, torturing ourselves for things that weren't that weren't our responsibility. They had an effect on us, but we weren't the architect of that torture. No, no. And so, yeah. And I by mean, taking, it, by still carrying it. Yeah, I mean, I think you can. It's easier said than done to like just kind of let go of trauma, mm. but you can in the moment just go, Hey, why am I, why am I perseverating on this? Like, it's not my, what did my, my cousin Maria, um, when she was dying from cancer, she had a, she had a, like a vision board in her house and it had all of these kind of um, like sayings on it that meant a lot to her and went at her funeral, the priest, (laughs) I will never get this priest. 
is, is starts talking about her vision board and he goes and there was one particular saying on the board now that really stuck with me and it was but my circus not my monkeys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah, that wasn't i mean he wasn't your circus not your monkeys yeah. so you no. don't have to be responsible for reigning in the monkeys or the circus that no. was his that was his damage not yours and I think as you say, you know, it's okay to still have those feelings, it, but it's just kind of recognize them and go, actually, not my circus, not my monkeys. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and just let go of, of the rope that's pulling you back in. Like mm. maybe you don't, maybe you can't let it go entirely, but just let go of the grip a little bit Yeah. and yeah. let the rope, you know, because your instinct is like when you when you're trying, like, I'm just visioning myself trying to, like, desperately climb out of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and then someone trying to pull me back in. And when they loosen the rope, the instinct isn't to just stop fighting and sink back in. The instinct, yeah. instinct is to crawl out. Yeah. Well, hello. Welcome to um, <laughs> Fat Panic Metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> How high is your pile of shit today? Oh my God. So high. That's so our new tagline. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good to laugh, honestly. It is. It really is. Um, but do you still find you like I have that mindset at the moment? It's kind of like Monday, Monday is a new, it's the start of a new week. I or... fucking hate the like <laughs> every week is a new blank slate. Oh God. <laughs> I I do that all the time. Yeah. It's like New me, new you, new week, new me. Yeah. <laughs> new month, new me, new year. <laughs> new new... New I mean, it's nearly 2022 now. I don't know. I think, I think, uh, you know, part of, part of being um, obese is, is, is not letting yourself not believe that you aren't entitled to a fresh new day. Yeah. You know? And um, yeah, I think I've been feeling for a while now that I'm not entitled to the sun. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you think about what you said about, you know, not going outside your door because you don't feel worthy to take up the space or, or whether it's, you don't want people looking at you or you don't want, you know, um, that's, there's there's a lot of not work to be done because I don't like the idea of having to do work (laughs) but you know there's a lot of healing to be done around that you know because that's not the Melinda that I know you know the one that I know is the one who was jetting around the the world or cruising or going into work or you know taking last minute trips to Ireland she, she, she is there she's there she's there she's just um you know when it comes right down to it I was not a person who was going to thrive in a pandemic no. <laughs> <laughs> you know like the people who like learned a new hobby started learned a new language um became like you know great bread bakers mm. you know developed some sort of amazing skill in the pandemic I, I was not predisposed yeah. to that. And, 
you know, that's another thing is maybe we just need to give ourselves, cut ourselves from slack. Because um, yeah. we've never been in a global pandemic before. Um, if your coping mechanism has been food or staying at home or whatever, as we talked about before, there are much worse coping mechanisms than that. I know. Like I'm, sometimes I, I, sometimes I've said to myself, well, like if you were a opioid addict or mm. an alcohol, a substance, you know, and had addiction to alcohol, you know, at least there'd be a place you could go to get help. Yeah. Where it was, I, uh, where someone would take you in and for 30 days, yeah, you know, and then when you leave in 30 days, you're sober. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Food sober. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and that, that, you know, that you're dealt with, with compassion, you know, because somebody who has an addiction is usually dealt with. And they, you know, basically the addiction hospital is a hospital. You, they, you know, you get to sleep a lot. You go to crafts. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you have some group therapy. Yeah. Yeah. They give you, they give you night, night meds. <laughs> it's <laughs> sounding, but where do I sign up? I know exactly. And I know, I mean, obviously not wanting to, um, no. you know, at, at all minimize the struggle mm. of someone with substance uh, who's struggling with substance use and, and certainly not wanting to minimize, you know, the, the courage that it takes and the strength that it takes to, to go through treatment and recovery. It's just, it's a different, it's a, it's the substance abuse community has gotten really good at helping people think and, and adopt that, that substance abuse is a disease. Yeah. But there's still, you know, it's because obesity is seen as you lazy fat fuck by community by yeah. society right? you drain drain on the on the world total yeah. drain on the world and like so, there is a community and there's a, a growing community growing being you know quite <laughs> interesting word to use but the growing community of fat not non-phobic people or fat positive or whatever but it's still a very much a little bubble of people who are hated by the world yeah and everything everything that's going on on social media now is I mean this argument about who can be body positive and who can't and who's entitled and who's not and oh my god it's so draining so can you you tell that story because I said I talked about was it courage earlier can you tell that story about like you were telling me earlier about the being brave about the guy who was yeah 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 yeah. so uh, um somebody shared a a post from a guy an, an Irish young guy fitness guy um who had reached whatever goal I I don't follow him I never seen him before but he started it off by going you know I I'm going to lose a load of followers for this and I don't give a fuck because it's about time somebody said this and I'm thinking I'm not going to like this I just know by the tone <laughs> of his voice but I kept watching and basically what I took from his speech or whether he meant this or not, that's why I say what I took from it was people are hating on somebody who is achieving their goals, their fitness goals, because basically they're jealous of the fact that somebody is has the motivation and the get up and go to actually do something about whatever they're not happy about. 
so you know they put up a a post about whatever gains they've had from a muscle perspective or fitness or whatever and there's people my, my comment on you should eat a good meal or this type of thing but he's he's you know comparing it to the fact that somebody who's 10 stone overweight posts a fashion video and everybody's applauding yeah and I just think you have totally totally missed the point totally missed it I mean people who are straight sized and fit and everything are not discriminated against in this world no you know the reason that somebody who's 10 stone overweight is showing off a new dress has to be applauded is because that's not acceptable to the world and it takes guts and bravery to do that it doesn't take guts and bravery to prove to, to put up a post that you've managed to run 5k or 10k in 30 minutes or whatever the numbers are because that's everybody's going to be happy about it yeah I mean it's it's a it's it's an acceptable thing in the world to be fit and to be you know straight sized but he was just you know kind of going it's not right that you know people should be so bitter about somebody's success just because they're losing weight when a basically a fat person gets applauded for not losing weight and I'm like dude who is bitter about you losing weight I I I really question that and also dude think about what you're saying and you know I'd love to just say so when I tell my story about you know going out of my house and being seen by others and feeling like I shouldn't be out there because I'm so disgusting is he the kind of guy that says yeah you should stay in your house yeah don't ever leave and if that's your, like, if that's your, if that's where you sit, then is that really where you need to sit? Yes. <laughs> you know, can you, can we not hold multiple ideas and thoughts and in, um, you know, honestly, dude, how many, what, what is your damage? Exactly. And I just kind of feel like it's, it's this, you know, um, lack of total lack of understanding because if you haven't been if you haven't seriously battled with your weight or seriously battled with your body then you don't understand this path or road or journey that we are on you know you Mm -hmm. don't and you can't be expected to but at the same time you don't turn around and pretend that the difference between somebody who's 10 stone overweight and somebody who has reached their goals is motivation that that is that if you don't have the motivation then you're just jealous because if it was the simplest motivation we would all be able to do it you know yeah yeah it's more complicated than that and I think that's you know I think that's interesting is that there's a group of people who for whatever reason would rather hate you than understand the complexity of weight and weight loss and obesity yeah or just not hate you I mean yeah what have you done to deserve hate I mean I, I'm back to the situation now where I don't even I wouldn't even go into the local takeaway because there's kids hanging around outside because I'm afraid of what they Those might say to me Those pieces of shit little kids I wish I know see like I would go with you if I was there if yeah. I would leave my house and get on a plane and go to <laughs> Ireland you know I'd be yeah I'd be like oh hi what hi hi boys yeah what's going on with you (laughs) who has harmed you so deeply that you got to talk to my friend like that yeah 
let's sit and talk about let's do an inventory of you and your damage yeah what's going on at home are you not getting enough love because we'll give you love we'll give you unconditional positive regard youth you'll do that right now so that oh, you, you need to so that you don't treat my friend like garbage anymore of course then i'd be the i'd be standing right next to you equally as fat and i'm like i know you're having a hard time because i'm a fat ugly fat woman saying this but still i'm going to give you unconditional positive regard child yeah so that you don't feel the need to have to do this anymore yeah come on no, let's I'm... have a group hug i know it's a pandemic but let's have a group hug you need some love because you haven't gotten it yeah there's something seriously lacking there <laughs> it's always the little boys in ireland that i get so militant about and i'm like i'm gonna make you see does that happen over there? Do you know, do you have groups of kids hanging around who would shout names if you're walking oh, yeah. down the street? Yeah, I mean, and that's where I've, you know, that's where I've developed that hard shell where I just, okay. when kids have said stuff to me, I just look at them and I go, um, you know, I have feelings. Yeah. And I just, I'm really wanting to understand why, why do you so want to make me feel bad? Yeah. I mean, I've said this, like, I've said this outside the CVS, the, like the pharmacy. Um, you really, you really want to make me feel bad. It just makes me wonder who's trying to make you feel bad. Mm. And if you want, I, I got to go in and get a, get a prescription. But if you want to talk about who's making you feel bad, I'll be out. And then oh. they almost always, I'll be out in a bit. And everyone's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, don't say stuff like that to other people. It's not nice. And I, and and it hurts people. And I don't think yeah. you want to be hurt. You don't want to be hurt, do you? No. It's like I have these conversations all the time with the children. Yeah, I just don't know. Now, maybe maybe if I had the courage to do that, but I just don't know that the kids around here would, you know, I mean, even be open to hearing that kind of, I mean, they would probably just all laugh and walk away. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter. Like sometimes, I mean, like I just, as I was saying that out loud, I'm like, Melinda, you're so good at talking to kids who are little shits and, yeah. mean and angry, but it's like, they're saying the same thing that you say about yourself all the time. Yeah, I know. So, you know. But isn't it so funny that you can stand up for the fact that you deserve to be treated better, but you don't treat yourself better. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the whole time I'm walking up to CVS, I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. And they have the, they have the camera the second you walk in. And so you can see yourself Lovely. And in, in the summer. It's the worst because at least in the winter, I have my heavy coat on. And so, but I, I'm, I'm so like, just, I, I'm so wanting to wish I could be invisible. Yeah. And then it's like, sometimes when those kids say things to me like that, it pops me out of that like haze that I'm in. Yeah. And then I get more, I get more relational about the mm. hate because when I'm just focusing it on myself, it's not relational. It's just personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. I feel like we're dragging ourselves down again. We were, we were at to a little bit of a, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to loosen the rope on pulling okay, myself back into the, rope. the mire. Yeah. <laughs> loosening the rope if i loosen the rope then what i want to do is escape out of the mire yes. i want to get out my instinct is to get out it's not to like it's not to stay in the shit absolutely and i think that's a really important thing you know you still want to change this 
mindset that you have mm-hmm. you know even if you don't even if you still want to also change your body that's okay yeah but you want to change your mindset too you don't want to feel like this about yourself no I don't I think if you if you didn't want to change that then we would be really worried but um there still seems to be a hopefulness that we can do something to give ourselves less of a hard time yeah so like I hate setting goals because I just always feel like I I I never meet them lately but if we were to let's like let's not make it an individual goal let's like just make a promise to each other mm-hmm. and maybe you know our li- our listener <laughs> our, our listener plus one <laughs> can find someone to make a promise to that has nothing to do with weight loss it just has to do with not pulling yourself back in yeah so what's a promise we can make to ourselves surely about this it's a it's even just I mean it's probably not something that you can measure but it's even just to take a minute as soon as you recognize that thought or that you know action of pulling yourself back in it's just to take a minute and recognize it because mostly what I would do is just allow it to keep going Mm -hmm. and keep pulling and keep pulling yeah as you were saying that surely I I just had this vision of like me just doing this yeah you know because I'm so and if only if only this weren't a podcast so this is what I did everyone it was like I was acting like I was holding tight onto a rope like grasping it for all of my might and then just letting that go and just like doing jazz hands right yeah (laughs) Like, like that yeah that that I mean, and even just physically actually doing that, Mm. um, when that happens to me, just like, yeah, you know, okay, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not participating in this anymore. Yeah. Because the action of doing that, it just stops, it stops you in your tracks. Whereas what we've been doing is just piling something else on Yeah, piling and piling and piling. Wait, practice it with me. I felt it was a little (laughs) bit cathartic. Okay. Listeners, if you could only see <laughs> Shirley doing Academy Award winning <laughs> release and jazz hands, release and jazz hands. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I, I feel so, I mean, I, at the risk of sounding, I, I feel, I feel like something is lifted. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I just kind of, because I was in my own head, mm-hmm. just totally inside my own head. And just going round and round and round and chasing those thoughts around and to even vocalize them with somebody that understands mm-hmm. and maybe somebody who's listening to this, yeah. some the, the one person that listens will actually kind of go, oh, God, yeah. Okay, I think that's the title of the episode. Release and jazz hands. Yeah, release <laughs> and jazz hands. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, this was worthwhile. This was it worthwhile. Was. Yeah. Okay. So we, um, shall we call it a podcast? Let's call it a day. And shall we uh, release some jazz hands just to finish ourselves off? Um, let's do it one more. <laughs> so good at it. Okay. All right. So, um, thank you for joining us for another episode of Fat Panic. We think we're going to try to do this weekly now. Yes. I think it's good for us. Yes. All right. So I will, um, I will sing us out and feel free to join us.
uh, f- feel free to join me or Singing. listeners us ready okay <laughs> one two three fat panic fat panic fat panic fat panic fat panic fat panic until next time cheers <laughs> <Jazz-ams. laughs> and Bye. release Bye. Bye. <laughs>